Hey guys, we're back. Um, took a bit of a hiatus. Got to figure things out. You know, we're seniors. I think we can, it's a senior privilege, especially because of how much other crap we have to do. But anyways, we're here to do a little sports update, talk about all the craziness that has happened. You know, we've gotten, we've, we've seen people get knocked out on canvas. We've seen, pe- we've seen people getting bounced all over, uh, bounced back from other people. A lot of things happened, some scuffles, both on the canvas and on the field. You know, I, I, got, the, I got my main man, Amari, here. Amari, tell him what's up. Uh, not much, not much going on, you know. Um, it's going to be a good episode. I mean, hey, I guess we can get started and start with um, something that's going to be happening tomorrow, actually. Uh, and um, we can also talk about something that happened yesterday. But I think we got to start off with the Eagles, man. I mean, Anakin, it's just been a rough season for you guys. Another loss this time it's to the Seattle Seahawks. A fall from grace. Like, like you were here freshman year. Freshman year, all those Eagles fans just, like, ecstatic, that energy. You know, we did, we did decent last um, – the, the, the year after, we got to divisional. Then I guess last year, last year, you know, we uh, there was that BS play with like Jadavon Clowney, like um, injuring Carson Wentz. I was at the game that. I mean, you guys were you guys were winning that regardless, but. I mean, yeah, we weren't, but also like, I could feel the toxicness of the Eagles fan base kind of like go into me from all those from the surrounding area from just being in that, and I'm not a toxic Eagles fan, you know that. I mean, yeah, I so I do like to see. I mean, a lot of the Eagles fans after the Super Bowl when I mean, you guys thought you were like up here, and I mean, I've I've just loved every moment of the downfall for you guys. Um, but I mean, last night watching that game, I mean, early in the first half, you know, like the offense was, was horrendous, you know, and then on both sides really, and then, but the Eagles defense was really stepping up, and I was like, okay, if Carson Wentz just can make like a couple of plays and play like half decent then you guys could win this game. Like, that was a winnable game. You know, yeah, you guys only lost by, like, one score at the end. But, like, at that time, it was too late. But, like, you guys could have won that game. Like, my opinion, the defense played really well for, like, a large portion of the game. But it was, like, 23 to 9 at one point. And then Carson Wentz just throws it his second interception of the game or, or one, of, one of the interceptions in the red zone. I mean, just looking at that, like, who's he thrown to? And, I mean, I heard maybe it was, like, a um, – the wrong route was ran, but even when you like slow it down, like you would at least want to wait for your receiver to at least break before you throw that ball. I mean, but that's nothing new from Carson Wentz. I mean, he's a horrendous quarterback, you know, some of the fans want Jalen Hurts to play. I mean, I've been telling y'all that's not the solution. Do you want to speak on the Jalen Jalen Hurts going in and out? I mean, like Jalen Hurts, like statistically, yeah, he put up good numbers at Alabama and Oklahoma, but those are both two programs where, you know, the quarterbacks look amazing. I mean, look at Baker at Oklahoma, right? Look at all the quarterbacks that have gone to Alabama. But name one of those quarterbacks that have actually done something in the league, right? You can't. It's really, they're running backs, receivers, and a defense, you know? I guess Baker. I mean, A.J. McCarron. Well, Baker did, did have a good game last week, but, I mean, he's been struggling I mean, early in the season. But he, they, They're second, they're second in, in your division. I mean, it's probably more to do with, like, defense and receivers. But still, like, I think – it emphasizes how much like 
a a quarterback is very essential, but you need to have have the right weapons around him. Because, like, I mean, for Carson Wentz, he is. I mean, our, we have dropped the Howie has dropped the ball a lot as far as a GM. Like, we could have had Justin Jefferson. We could have had DK Metcalf. I mean, to be fair, with DK, I'm a little bit. I'm a bit more like. I'm understanding because by that definition, any team could have had DK Metcalf. He went in the fourth round, but if we just like did a redraft, he'd probably be first first draft, like maybe top 10 or something. So, I mean, I think that one, that one I'm a little bit more understanding too, but like, um, it's, it's just like, it's definitely clear how like, how, like as you were talking about with, with Alabama and Oklahoma, I think it emphasizes like when you're a coach, how you have to, I guess, set up that system. And I think Doug did ha- had that with like, you know, he had for what, for OC and, and I mean, for OC, we had Frank Reich, who's, who's now at, at the Lions now. I mean, if it, if it was kind of more like that and we were able to like build up the program in that way, or not the program, build, build up the team, I think we would have, we would still have some continued success. But certainly like, I don't know, that's, that's what I kind of have as far as like outlook wise. I mean, I don't know, like, your team, the thing is, your division is so terrible that, like, it's unlikely you'll make the playoffs, but you could still fight some way because the Giants could fumble the bag. Cowboys are horrendous. You know, Washington's, you know, been playing better, but who knows what happened with them. You guys could still possibly make the playoffs, but you just have to basically win out, which is crazy that a, a team with a losing record could make the playoffs. But I don't know, man, like, I was a believer in Carson Wentz, you know, his rookie season. I was when he played RG three, uh, when they played Cleveland, I was like, oh, I like I this kid. And like second season has a great season, MVP caliber season. Then he gets hurt. And I mean, I was watching something on first take and it was or some ESPN show. It was like Carson Wentz is like mentally broken. Like, and I thought about it. Well, you get injured after having like a 30 touchdown season. Then you the back lead your team to the Super Bowl. Then you get injured again. Then that backup quarterback leads your team to a playoff victory. Then you go out throughout the next season and you get hurt again in the playoffs. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be hard for the Eagles to dump him. No one wants him. I mean, so I think, I mean, there's always demand for a quarterback, but like, I don't think anyone wants Wentz, man. Not after this season, maybe after last season, but not after this season. And, and then, I mean, the coaching is like, to me, I, I think feel like you have to restart the entire franchise because I was what, like watching the game and Peterson's put it in Hurts for like one play and like if you're gonna play Hurts, play him for a longer, yeah. you know, game like play him for a full drive. You know, I mean that game was competitive throughout it, so I understand why they're not putting him in. But like these next few games, like there's really no point of playing Carson Wentz because. I don't think he believes in himself. I don't think the team believes in him. The franchise, I don't think they believe in him this season. So you might as well just... The whole thing was just like it was going to tank his trade prospects, but it's not like... Because like having being the most intercepted quarterback hasn't tanked your trade prospects. I mean, that's true. But I mean, it's just going to be really interesting to see because the amount of money they owe him, it's crazy for what he's playing. And he's still... He's only like, what, 25, 26 years old? So he's still very young, so it's gonna be interesting to see what the Eagles do. But I yeah, think we should go sure. to the to the better team in the state of. Yeah. 
my Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, you know 10 what? 10-0. 10-0. You know I've what? Been... If, it, if anything, I would prefer you guys to win the Super Bowl over, like, the Chiefs. Or I mean, I like the Chiefs, but it's nice to see, like, some variation. So Yeah, I mean, I watch Mahomes. I mean, the kid is – that dude is – my opinion, he's the best quarterback that I've ever seen. I my eyes have ever witnessed play. I mean, I know Aaron Rodgers is amazing, some very special, spectacular things, but I don't know. I see Mahomes is just like doing. Rodgers is here, and Mahomes is just is right there to me. And I mean, we got we got the Rat Birds up tomorrow, and that game was delayed, and was supposed to be on Thanksgiving. And I mean. I was looking forward to that Thanksgiving. Yeah, I was I mean, like, yeah, I, that was, that there's was nothing worth game. watching Thanksgiving. But I mean, we got the Ravens in. Um, I personally think we're going to beat them down, uh, just because of everything that's been happening. And you know, I I don't think this team is like I don't ever think this team has been afraid of really any team except the Patriots. And mm-hmm. even when Mahomes first came in the league, that's his first real season, and played us. I'm pretty sure it was like a shootout. Like it was like forty to forty something, and that was with. Um, oh, the um, Rams game. That was like a big one. That was a good game too. I mean, so like, I'm not saying, like, let's say the Steelers. I don't know if we'll go 16 and 0. I mean, I would like it. That would be really cool to do. <laughs> but like, when was the last time that happened? I'd look like for a team to do that. Um, the Patriots were the last team to do. It. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and then they lost the Giants in Super Bowl. But the only teams I'm concerned about are the Bills. And that's about it. I think we can beat the Colts. I mean, the way they lost to the t- Titans this week. So I think we can beat the Colts. The Bills are probably going to be the toughest challenge. If we are like 15 and no in week like 17 or 18, whenever it is. And like, we have to play like the, we have to play the Browns um, in Cleveland. Like if we bench all the starters and like, and we lose that game, then it's like, whatever, like it, it doesn't really matter because the stars aren't playing, but let's say we go 15 and one. And lock up the number one seed. If the Chiefs, I don't know how it works. If the Chiefs lose, if the Chiefs lose again and we go fifteen and one, then we'll definitely have the number one seed. But I think if we get the number one seed, and it's us and the Chiefs, I know Patrick Mahomes is great, but I don't think that our team fears Mahomes. It's to me, it's like every time you watch him or you watch the defense, he'll go on a drive, one pass to Tyree Kill, one pass to Travis Kelsey. They'll run the ball with Edwards Hilaire. And it's like, you can't get a stop. You don't want to waste a timeout. What do you do? Your defense is just getting winded. I think our defense is fast enough to catch up with him if he wants to scramble. Mm-hmm. I think our secondary is good. Mink has really been productive these last few weeks. Our linebackers are good. You know, so I'm just saying, I don't think it's going to be, you know, one of these games where Mahomes rips us for 40 and we can't keep up. I think it's going to probably be like a, uh, a game like this one against – Tampa, not necessarily like they're blowing us out in the first half, but like it's going to be a close match. And if the defense steps up, their defense is not that really impressive to me. I mean, it's 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 good, but it's it's not an hour level of defense. Yes. So I think if we were to play them, everyone's healthy. I think we could win that game. And I was looking at the, I mean, I'm looking at the NFC right now. I mean, every week to me it changes. Same, like who I'm, could be same, same, that number? Yeah. Um, those are the, I guess, the two main ones, really. I mean, I mean Rams, are, Rams are looking decent, but they're not, like, amazing. But Ram, Like, I'm just looking for consistency. And to me, like, the main two teams who have 
been mostly consistent have been, or the three have been the Saints, Packers, and um, Seahawks. And, you know, but Seahawks, Packers, they don't have, they don't have a you know, good defense, though. That would be an That's interesting matchup. That's true. They don't have a great, a really great defense. So, I mean, I think the best well rounded team is probably the Saints, but if Drew Brees comes back healthy, I mean, I mean, it, that's if he comes back healthy. Who knows what he'll look like? He'll probably be like putting up similar numbers to what he already faced. But in my opinion, I think the AFC is going to win the Super Bowl, whether it's the Steelers or the Raven. I mean, or the Steelers or the Chiefs. Those are, to me, the two best teams in the NFL. And I don't really see an NFC team. I mean, I don't really see anyone beating the Chiefs other than us, possibly. And I don't really see anyone beating us. And I'm not just saying that because we're 10 and 0. And I be biased, you know, stuff like that. But you know, people want to say, oh, look at look at your schedule. Look, look who you've played. Well, if you look at the Chiefs, they've also played a lot of teams with losing records and things like that. So, you know, if you want to use that argument, you have to use it to every team. But I think it's going to be an AFC team who wins the Super Bowl, probably the Chiefs or the Steelers. Hopefully the Steelers, because I mean we we deserve one like as much as Patrick Mahomes, I enjoy watching him play. I think the Steelers, this is the best team we've had in a long time. And it'd be such a shame to waste it, you know? Yeah. Um, did you hear about the whole Megatron thing with um, DK Metcalf? I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's it's interesting, you know, certainly like watching that game, you know, the one catch over um, your one defend, number 24, I think, the corner. Uh, Darius Slay, I think. Yeah, Darius Slay. I mean, I think Metcalf has got a couple more years to go, but I mean, he's definitely going to, by next season, he'll probably be in the conversation for best wide receiver in the league. Um, he's not Megatron yet, but um, I don't want to like take anything away from him. Like he's very good. You know, he's, he's very strong. He's probably the strongest receiver in the league too. Yeah. Cause he'll just run right through a defender and just stop and look at you and keep going. So, I mean, you look at him with like, even he has no shirt on like dude's, like a monster, you know, so, yeah. and um, I thought he was, I thought he should have gone higher in the draft, you know. Um, I mean, I I'm think glad to see him say that. Yeah. But even I mean, before his, the draft, his, his, you know? his combine went viral. Like, I remember that 40-yard dash. I think he had the fastest one, right? I don't know about the wow. fastest, but it was fast for for a guy that size. But, um, yeah. But I think it also comes, like, to the question of, like, I guess – you need like the thing is, do you think he would still be putting up the same numbers if he didn't have prime Russell Wilson? I mean, let's look at Amari Cooper, right? Andy Dalton was throwing him the ball last week, and Andy Dalton's not a scrub, but you know he's no Russell Wilson or anything like that. So you can, I, I think, receivers after a while, if they have a trash quarterback throwing them the ball they can still get numbers if they're just able to get open and things like that. You know, I mean, look at, um, I don't know, look at um, Odell. I mean, he had Eli Manning throwing him the ball and, you know, he's still putting up numbers. So, you know, there's a example right there, but I mean, I do, I do think, you know, Russ's ability to escape and like find open receivers is very helpful for like his career. And that's probably a great partnership right there. But um. I do think, you know, he'd be able to put up those numbers against, you know, other receivers, things like that. I mean, 
with another quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, um, kind of just a segue. Um, so, uh, you've been catching up on um, on things happening on Canvas. Canvas. Or not? Oh not, not, my not. gosh. <laughs> Bro, I, I mean know. things I mean things things happen on not 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 quite our canvas but someone else's canvas. Yeah. I'm not really a huge boxing fan like that. To me it's kind of like one of the more boring sports. I mean, I know some people disagree, but you know, it, I I mean that fight was I I Nate, Nate Robinson had like no reason to be in the ring. I mean, but it, it is like pretty interesting to see that Jake Paul is like kind of actually taking like this fighting thing like really serious you know um so but yeah the memes the twitter memes are hilarious you know uh the nba community has been really laying it on nate robinson um but yeah i don't know what he what he thought he was doing and then the tyson fight i mean that was just like a a hugging cuddle match you know i mean i don't even know what that was you know i wanted to see real fighting i'm surprised they didn't have headgear for that fight either but um, certainly, yeah. To Nate Apparently, Robinson people fight. were saying that like that there might have been like some like secret like agreement with like Tyson and, and Jones Jr. That like, okay, don't go for the head because like I don't think they he he went for any headshots. I didn't I didn't watch it pay per view, but still, I didn't really watch. It. I just I just kind of tried to watch the highlights, but to me, it was just mostly like a hugging match. So I just kind of tuned that out. But I mean, yeah. Luckily, none of them got hurt. I think Floyd should have won, just basically looking at the statistics I saw. But um, they did bring in the money, so good for those two. And um, yeah. congratulations to Jake Paul for, you know, getting another win on his career. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely interesting how, like, this went from side hobby to, like, okay, he's, this is actually, like, something he really likes. Yeah. I mean, YouTube boxing is definitely becoming bigger. Like, shout out KSI, shout out Logan Paul. Like, I mean, I think people are getting more into it, but even with that, like, demand of, like, because, like, YouTube boxing just, like, went, like, like, exploded. And, like, I think, and, like, some people, probably, I think he had, like, some people in the circle who kind of, like, egged him on. Like, yeah, you can definitely do it. You're, like, you're, you're, you're an athlete at a high level. You definitely could do this. But, like, I mean, in addition to the physical, physical limits, like because Jake Paul had multiple inches of reach on him, like he, because uh, like what Nate Robinson's like five nine or something, right? I just yeah, I don't know. It was that was uh, that was not a good matchup. I mean, maybe he fought someone like Isaiah Thomas, and like I don't know, but that was not an appropriate matchup for him. Yeah. So. um Anyways, um, NBA free agency, a lot has happened. I guess uh, for a quick rundown, Montrez Harrell, Lakers, Dennis Schroeder to the Lakers, um, Seth Curry. Okay, so now we got we got a little we got a little guest in the building, one and only Ziki Oleide. But how are you feeling about this free agency? Where's Ben at? I don't know, but um, Zeke, we're we're just going on to the NBA, so mm-hmm. so how how are you how are you feeling about this free agency, man? Yeah, 
Um, trying to think. The most blasphemous thing I heard of was James Harden about to go to the Nets. Like that's people. What I don't understand is people want people were mad at Katie for going to the Warriors, which makes sense. But they want Harden to go to the Nets. Like that shit don't that that's that does not make any sense to me. You know what no, I mean? No, no, he, no, 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 no. I'm not done. I'm not done. No, 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 no. Amari, I'm not done. <laughs> okay, go on. But I disagree. If he goes to the Nets, like. I personally, I think they're going to have chemistry problems, but at the end of the day, bro, that's three of the best players in the world together. But for some reason, nobody wants to have a problem with that. Like, I think that's just not fair. Uh, before I talk about the rest of free agency, go ahead, Amari. All right. So at first thought, you know, I was like, dang, bro, Harden's really going to leave Houston. Like I would never imagine that. Like I thought they would have given the new coach at least one more year, but see, the thing is, the thing about what KD did and what Harden did, they're two different scenarios. You see, KD already joined the most unstoppable team in NBA history in the regular season. It took all of, all of LeBron's God mode, GOAT mode might to destroy that team. I mean, he had to drop bad games, you know, right? That's what KD did. Joined a team with already three all-stars, right? How many did uh, Cleveland have? It had Kyrie and LeBron, two all-stars, and a very good player in Kevin Love, right? All-star. Actually. He was that year? Kevin Love? I think, I think he might have been. No. I mean, I mean I Kevin Love's no Kyrie or LeBron. The Conference all-stars. I guess the point, though. Right. What Harden's trying to do, right, is go to a team that's had no success since, since Julius Irving was there, right? No success since Julius Irving, right? A team that, you know, had the eighth, seventh seed, you know, in back-to-back seasons or whatever. You know, they got Kyrie and they got KD, right? Now, right, they might not necessarily win the championship regardless. Like, when KD joined the Warriors, it was over. Like, I, I didn't even watch basketball like that that season because there was just no point. Like, you knew they were going to win the championship, right? And like you said, this team might have chemistry problems, right? Who's going to bring the ball up the court? Who's going to take the final shot, you know, right? And can't forget, the Eastern Conference, you know, it's still a tough conference, you know. It's not that weak anymore, right? You got Milwaukee, right? Right? You got Philly, right? We'll see what happens with them, right? You got Miami, you know, right? You can't forget about Atlanta, you know. Sleeper pick to to go far this season in the playoffs, right? And then you, you have to look on the West Coast, right? Los Angeles, bro. Easiest championship run. LeBron, you know, just he's just chilling, you know. Didn't even have to put any work in last season, right? Clippers are definitely going to run it back, you know. We'll see what they do, right? Nuggets got MPJ on the come up. You can't forget about Boston back in the East, too. So, you know, anything can happen this season. Also, Golden State with healthy Curry and uh, and Draymond and James Wiseman. It's gonna, it's probably going to look good. Yeah, I think, I think. Steph and I are going to make the playoffs, but that's besides the point. Um, okay, I have a question for the two of you, right? Amari, I'll ask you first. There's just a one you – just, you, I just want you to name a team. You don't need to go on a rant or anything, right? Without – as the East is now, without Harden on the Nets, who's the favorite to come out of the East? Right now? Mm-hmm. To come out of the East? Yeah. I think it's Milwaukee. After what happened to them last year? I think Milwaukee. it's Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Look what they just got, right? 
Milwaukee. Okay. No, look, let's look what happened. Let's look what happened, okay, right? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to go in depth. Okay, who's second? Second? I, I mean, I to me personally, I know you're going to say the Nets should be second, but they're not my second in my opinion, right? I think actually Boston is really the team that can actually do something. I mean, Jason Tatum's on the rise, you know, and I think I think with Gordon Hayward out, they're going to be much more successful, you know? Watch. And then I'd say the Nets would be the third team. If you had the best of life on one of these teams making the finals, you're betting on the Bucs than the Celtics. Your life. I mean, just because two, two players go to the same team. I mean, we've already seen Kyrie doesn't really work well with others, you know. We saw what happened in Boston. We saw what happened at the end of his tenure in Cleveland. So, I mean, just, it, 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 just because the Nets have one of the greatest scores of all time, one of the greatest dribblers of all time, doesn't mean they're going to win the championship or even come out the East, you know? Um, I would probably, I would probably say the Nets. And then I think after the Sixers, let me explain why the Sixers, let me explain. First (laughs) off, first off, as someone who's a math nerd and Daryl Morey is a computer scientist guy. So like, I kind of understand his, his, his philosophy when it comes to using analytics for like, okay, you, you just mainly surround yourself with the shooters because the shoot because hitting a three it has like an opportunity cost of two like versus um versus three um and i think i think in that way i'm kind of i'm optimistic we'll definitely do, do better as far as the regular season goes but i think i mean people were saying like regardless of harding going to the east i think we could perhaps go to a higher 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 st- higher seed and then if 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 Daryl Morey or someone's gonna be able to hash out any type of team chemistry issues, I think we have a decent shot. Wait, did you say even if Harden goes to the Nets, y'all will get a y'all could get a higher seed than No, no, no. Even if no not not when that happens, but like I think with the way that they've currently surrounded it with like I like Seth Curry. I like um I like surround I like adding a lot of shooters. I think so that's first. What? I just want to know who's your number one pick? The Sixers? No, I said I said Nets, but not Nets. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. The Nets. Okay. So I mean, two score, two of the best scores. Yes. Um, the Nets. The Nets. I think I think because because Katie didn't didn't they didn't have like a playing relationship as far as this year. I think it would be interesting to see how Katie and um, Kyrie's. I guess chemistry works, especially because like if it's not on like how how do they work with each other? I guess outside and making sure that they they're I guess part by Claro and make sure that like there aren't like any of those issues that he had with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown over in Boston. Okay, so the Nets, right? Yeah, I have the Nets. But, I have the Nets first pick. Anika has the Nets first pick. Amari has them third for some crazy reason, right? But bro, sure. bro. Okay, okay, I heard your reasoning. I you mean your, it. I heard your reasoning. I heard your reasoning. But you're, right, telling, you're telling me the favorite team to already come out of the East and you add James Harden to that isn't just as bad as Kevin Dur- it, it isn't it, Okay, maybe it's not just as bad because the Warriors were established, but like it seems like not only does nobody care that Harden wants to join the Nets, they're pushing for it. Like that's just what's ridiculous. Right, now, now, I don't think it, it's – to me, it's not like financial, financially like smart for the Nets to pick up Harden just because they're going to be having 
four players making like a hundred million. I think DeAndre Jordan's also making a hundred million. But remember, the Clippers were the favorites to win the title last year, or like they were. It might have been the Bucks, Clippers, and the Lakers, right? And if the Nets are like the favorite to win the title this year after the Lakers or whatever, and you got to remember, Kyrie didn't want to be secondhand to LeBron. Kyrie didn't want to be secondhand to KD. I mean, I mean to 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 Tatum and oh, Brad. He, no, he, but yeah, I think, yeah. But I think because Kyrie established himself because he played all this year, I think he kind of uh, perceived Kyrie, himself. As Kyrie only played twenty one. games. Kyrie only played like twenty games. And once KD steps on that court and starts pulling up from forty feet beyond the arc, I mean. People like people are gonna know whose team that is, you know. Once Katie steps on the court, I, so I mean, I don't, Ky- a, I don't know if it's about people. I think it's about who about within the team. The teammates are gonna know whose who team that is. Spencer Dinwiddie, DeAndre Jordan, Karis Levert. They're all they all know that's Katie's team. You know, the Nets were going nowhere this year, even with Kyrie there. And then once he got hurt, you know, it was just them basically just showing up for the fans, right? You know, right. But once Katie puts on that uniform. And gets you know his first dribbles in. I mean, Kyrie's gonna you know know you know that that's KD's team, right? My pick to win the championship is the Lakers again. I mean, I don't really see anyone stopping them, regardless if Harden is on that team, right? I mean, who's gonna guard LeBron? KD. Okay, you can say KD's gonna guard LeBron, but I still think LeBron could get his forty, right? Who's stopping AD on that team? Harden, Kevin Durant, and I. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right. And, you know, I like the Lakers acquisitions this offseason. I don't know really about the Marcus Saul one because he's kind of old and, you know, he's not, you know, that great on defense anymore. I mean, he can still hit threes from the open. I mean, when he's open and stuff like that. But I do think Dennis Schroeder was a great pickup. And apparently he's going to be running point guard for them, not LeBron anymore. And if Avery Bradley comes back, can't forget about him and how good of a defender he is on the wing or in the perimeter. So, you know, Lakers can win the titles, could win the title again. Also, don't like, forget Montrezl Harrell. I like him on the offense, not so much on the defensive end, but, you know, um, Clippers apparently didn't want him back. But, I mean, the Clippers, man, I mean, I think that's the topic we should talk about. Like, what, what is going on? I mean, you don't – people. everyone's saying need a point guard, need a point guard. They want a Rondo. They didn't get Rondo because my Hawks, you know, were coming strong for the chip this year. We gave him more money, right? But, I mean, you said you needed a point guard. And you don't get one. I mean, you got Pat Beverly, who easily doesn't do anything, just hacks at you, whatever, right? You know, and then you, I think Reggie Jackson's still on that team, but he's not really a facilitator like that, like a Rondo type player who can facilitate. Um, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, to me, the, 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 the flippers are basically just going where they are next year, just a second round exit especially if the Nuggets can develop Michael Porter Jr. into what he's um, already looking like he can become. I don't know. I think that team is not going anywhere. And I mean, Curry, Zeke said Curry. I mean, I think they can make the playoffs. They're obviously not going anywhere without Clay. Um, Wiseman, I mean, I don't expect big things from Wiseman, but I think Curry could win MVP. Curry could probably average like 35, 40 points this season. I mean, so yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be good. His overall win share is gonna be greater, just like because he isn't sharing the field with um with uh with Clay. 
yeah, but um, what else? Lakers definitely had the best offseason. Clippers definitely underwhelmed. Um, who else had a good offseason? I think Sixers. Sixers I put it put there because they did a decent amount of trades. Thunder is going to be an interesting one. Like a few years down the road, they they got a bunch of first rounders. Uh, mad picks. Ronnie kind of about to get drafted to the Thunder, but um. Of course, I, and also oh, oh, but did you did you hear about DC Zaire's Zaire Williams um uh, debut for uh, Stanford? Nah, I haven't seen him. Um, no, he 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 was looking great. Um, I knew I saw him when he played for Sierra Canyon, but I didn't see him at Stanford. Yeah, he was he was looking nice. I guess yeah. After um, who are you feeling um, MVP this year? Steph. Obviously, Steph. Steph Curry. No, LeBron. No, Steph Curry. And this is not like like I'm biased, but like I think he's also just put in like the perfect position. You know what I mean? Clay is out, which is obviously bad for the winning overall, but in terms of his individual stats, they're going to be um, <clears throat> his individual stats are going to be better. Um, and if he can get them to the playoffs, yeah, I think he's got MVP. Yeah. Okay. I mean, do you think, um, how are you feeling about Bucks as far as like a temperature check goes? Bucks. Like, yeah, because they did, they made some moves as well. I mean, I personally, I don't I, unless they get a second star, like I feel like Giannis is like a shack. Like he can't, he's not gonna go out to the perimeter, hit a dude with a couple moves and close a game. You know what I mean? So he's a shack. He needs himself a Kobe. He needs himself like a all-star to superstar finisher, you know, like perimeter player finisher. You know what I mean? And I don't mean like finishing at the rim, I mean like closing games, like to hit clutch. Oh, how do you what do you think about Harden? I don't think they'd have the Harden. money for it. No, if Harden went to the Bucks, it'd be over. Yeah, they, they, they that's that like and let's say they they kept a couple role players, yeah, it'd be clips. But um Yeah, I don't know why I don't know why he's not looking at Bucks though. I mean first of all, I don't think that's possible, sec because of money. Second, he doesn't want to it's you know, he be in strip clubs and all that. He doesn't want to be in Milwaukee. Nobody nobody nobody's gonna want to go to Milwaukee, bro. So <laughs> uh, hate to say it. Um uh yeah, I mean, I guess, how are you feeling about, have you watched any college ball or anything like that? I haven't kept up too much. I watched Josh Christopher a little bit. For some, Sharif Cooper can't play for some reason. I, something about his, they're, 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 what's the word? Suspe not suspecting him, investigating him for something. Oh, is it, is it some like booster thing? Same way that like Hardaway, Penny Hardaway had that? That whole thing at Memphis with um, James Wiseman? No. Sharif goes to Auburn, so I don't think it's the same. It's no, no, but, like, is it something along those lines? Because as I far as the like investigation goes? To be honest, bro, I couldn't tell you. But I think the smarter move was all the people who went to the G League and stuff like that. But we talked about that in prior episodes. So, yeah. yeah. Um, who, who's your pick for Rookie of the Year? I mean, I think Rookie of the Year is kind of, kind of hinges on whether you're going to be, like, how much of a role player you're going to be. Because yeah. like I'd say, I'd say I want to say Obi Toppin. I mean, especially because like he plays for the Knicks made a Knicks made a decent amount of moves this year, and then also like he's gonna be still make, playing quality minutes. Like he's gonna be a starter. It's he's still gonna have like he he looks promising. Uh, like as far as a 
a draft pick goes, he seems very um, – he seems he seems like someone who's, like, very motivated and really wants to do the best for the organization, especially as a fan. Like, mm-hmm. imagine being a player on your, on your favorite team. Like – yeah, well, I mean, that's true, but you also have to be good, like, and win-ish, you know what I mean? But I personally, if LaMelo plays enough games because of clout, I think it'll go to Melo, the same LaMelo, the same way it only, almost went to Zion, even though Ja played a lot more games than him and led his team to the playoffs, and Zion played 20 games, and they really almost gave it to him. So, obviously, like, clout makes a difference. So, if LaMelo can play enough games, I think it's going to go to LaMelo. I mean, if Cloud made a difference, then I wouldn't like Trey Young went over like Doncic that that one year. I mean, I don't know. Um, I, I guess, yeah. yeah. I mean, Luca had his fair share of, you know, his fair share of hype, but yeah. I mean, you feeling anything for the Mavs, or do you think it's just gonna be second round exit? Probably as of now, second round exit. I don't like that they lost Seth Curry. So yeah, I think that's a very big luck. You know, he shoots forty. I think it was forty three percent from the three point line, or maybe it was forty nine. I don't know. That's I know, big, I know. It's, it's a it's a high percentage. It, it's, but a really, it's mainly for his career. It, That's crazy. Oh, oh! I thought it was just career. like for the season, and he wasn't wasn't shooting that much as is within the. His career minutes. is like forty three, bro. Something like that. Like that's really crazy. That's, uh, you know what? Go Sixers. I mean. Yeah, yeah. As much as I, don't, I'm not a fan. <laughs> much as i'm not a fan but all yeah. right yeah so thanks for talking thanks for both you guys to talk to me i think this is a great episode mm-hmm. um you guys can catch us probably next week probably gonna put out something else it's gonna come out on friday so have a great day whenever you guys listen to this it's i'm money cave i'm Ziki. all right see you guys